1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. You me more? High five. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, phew. Okay. I just, you know, I just wanted to. And they're like, what? P- please. <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: That's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, isn't that funny? It
0: is funny. Yeah,
1: she looks great, though. Of
0: course she does. She is nude on the cover of the new issue of Harper's Bazaar. Uh, She is 56 and pulling it off. Let me pull this up. I don't know how much Photoshop is involved, I'm sure, significantly, but still. Hmm. Inside the magazine, (laughs) right? She talks about her crazy childhood, including having to revive her mother from an overdose. Oh, my my God. God. Yeah, this is is crazy. She said, the next thing I remember is using my fingers, the small fingers of a child, oh, wow. to dig the pills my mother had tried to swallow out of her mouth while my father held it open and told me what to do. Mm. Oh Something very deep inside me shifted then, and it never shifted back. My childhood was over. Yeah. In a separate interview with the New York Times, she revealed that she miscarried shortly after she started dating Ashton Kutcher in 2003. It was a girl. They were going to name her Chaplin Ray. Oh,
2: that's pretty.
0: Demi says she blamed herself and started drinking to cope with the loss She and Ashton married in 05, but her drinking only got worse, and she was also abusing vicodin. Hmm. Two of them split in twenty eleven amid reports that he cheated on her in twenty twelve She had a seizure after she smoked synthetic cannabis and inhaled nitrous oxide oh my nitrous goodness. oxide. Wow, yeah, yeah, I remember that. remember that nope. Demi covers all of this and her eventual recovery in a new memoir called Inside Out, which hits the shelves on September 24th. Wow. Yeah, Saturday Night Live has added three new cast members, including Bowen Yang, their first Asian-American cast member. Another new Mm. face you might see this season is comedian Shane Gillis. And I say might because there's a chance he's already lost his job. What? Yeah, Shane Shane and another guy have a podcast called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Yeah. And after he got the SNL gig, Shane deleted almost all of the videos of it from YouTube. Why? But, well, before he could do that, people unearthed clips where Shane and his buddy made some racist comments about Asians. Oh. Mm. Shane even used the C word. Mm. I know I had to think about that one for a while because I haven't heard that word in a long time. Uh, Made a crack about... uh, Southeast Asian Lady Boys. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: In another podcast, they used homophobic slurs to mock comedians Judd Apatow and Chris Gethard. Shane issued a statement last night saying, I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries I sometimes miss. If You go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad. You're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I am trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Oh. So just so you know, Yang was hired last year as a writer and appeared as Kim Jong-un in a sketch.
1: I was going to say, because I've seen a character of Asian descent on the show, yes. so that was him. That's then. him. Gotcha.
0: Yep, yep. So he's already been with the show as a writer. to. Okay. Gonna... Yeah. Huh. So there you go. All I right. can't believe that SNL has been on that
1: long and has never had an Asian cast member. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that is wild. Meanwhile, this morning, uh, you would think Eminem would be one of those people who lives and breathes his art. But interestingly enough, he treats it more like a job. In a recent radio interview, Akon was talking about Eminem and his work ethic and how he will show up to the studio at 9 o'clock in the morning do lunch at one and then bust out of there at five o'clock no matter where they are in the creative process. It's interesting. Here's a clip of uh, the interview. And I asked him, I was like, yo,
0: what's up with the, like, the work ethic? He said, nah, man, it's just, I treat it like a real job. I don't make it no more than what it's supposed to be. I don't allow it to stress me out, stay longer than I have to. I got a family. I got a daughter. I want to be spend time with it. Like, I want to make time. And I stopped and I said, Dan, you know he's right. Because sometimes I'll be in the studio three, four days don't come out. Don't see my kids, don't call my wife, none of that. I'm just, like, working. And I'm sitting here like, man, that
1: makes a lot of sense, because ain't nothing going to change between today and tomorrow. Yeah, you would never know that listening to Eminem's music, you know. Shows Mm -hmm. up in the studio at 9 a.m. every day with his cup of coffee, takes his (laughs) lunch break at 1, and then 5 o'clock quitting time. Wow. yabba dabba do. Right.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's Even if he's in the middle of something.
2: That's weird to me, though, because I feel like that's the only artist that I can think of that actually does that. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Because if I always feel like they're like, when I'm in the creative process, I will just be there for days Oh and yeah, not eat and not even breathe because they don't want to ruin the process. Yeah, so. you,
1: you remember that interview with Taylor Swift on CBS yes. Sunday Morning not that long ago. She says, she, you know, I'll lay in bed at night and I can't sleep and it'll be 2.33 o'clock in the morning. I'll just get up. I'm like, I can't sleep anyway and just start writing songs. And sometimes yeah. that's the best time to write. And sure. I've also
2: heard people like Bruno Mars, like they'll work on a song like Uptown Funk. For six months. Wow. Until they get it to where they want it to be. Day after day after day for six months.
0: Hmm.
1: Crazy. Really is.
2: Well, if you missed the uh, Democratic debate last night.
1: I did miss it.
0: Andrew Yang announced that his campaign will randomly select 10 families and give them a total of $120,000 over the next year. What?
1: My campaign will now give a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month for an entire year to 10 American families. Someone watching this at home right now. What do I have to do? If you believe that you can solve your own problems better than any politician... Never mind. Go to yang2020.com and tell us how $1,000 a month will help you do just that. This is how we will get our country working for us again, the American people. Sounds like a sweepstakes. I
0: know it does, doesn't it? Huh. Yeah, there were several other candidates on the stage that laughed at him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, started laughing. Wow. Campaign officials said the money will come from campaign funds. It would be paid out for a full year, even if he doesn't become the
1: nominee.
2: Hmm. That's so much
1: malarkey. Oh. Uh, what did you those, say Mr. Biden it's a bunch of malarkey oh.
0: is he the only person on the planet that still uses the word malarkey word.
1: <laughs> I think so but I, I love know,
0: it yeah, that's a bunch of malarkey what even is malarkey uh,
1: BS I know. I think it's Irish uh, for BS. Is, oh, you mean it? what is it technically? Is, I don't know. Yes.
0: What is the I mean, is malarkey a pile of poop in another language or what is it? Okay. I'm going to look uh, it up. According
1: to dictionary.com, it is meaningless talk. Okay. Nonsense. There you go. Example, don't give me that malarkey. It's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> All right. Malarkey.
2: Oh, and well, I'm going to click on images and see what pops up. Oh, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: so much malarkey. Is it really what pops up? I swear That's, to great. You know. That's so great. <laughs> I thought maybe, because if you typed, you know, B-U-L-L, poop, it right. would pop up maybe some of that, but. There you go.
1: Meanwhile, it really sounds like Jennifer Lopez is interested in headlining the Super Bowl halftime show, but Rihanna is not.
2: What about, finally, Super Bowl? We're hearing a lot of rumblings already. Actually, this is my first time hearing about the Super Bowl since last Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Yes. Problems? It's going on in Miami. Maybe J Lo. Wondering Girl, maybe. I still got an album to finish. I know. to go to Super Bowl. I'm really it out there, Ray. My, my out there. To have my
1: neck. <laughs> yeah, that might not be the only reason, though. Just because she's working. Last year, she allegedly turned down the gig as a show of support for Colin Kaepernick. Although yeah. now that her mentor Jay Z is enjoying this relationship, this newfound relationship with the NFL. Who knows? We'll see if her attitude changes anytime Anything is soon. possible. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at com.